Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. We are beginning tonight's shear in Simen Kuf Ayin Zayin. We left off at the end of Sif Aleph. We're on page 158. We said in the Mechaber that when one is eating a Suda and he eats foods in the Suda that normally are part of the meal, they're eaten with bread or eaten as a tuffle to the bread, you don't make a bracha on them during the Suda. But if you eat a fruit or anything that's not really part of a Suda, so then you must make a bracha Rishona and you do not need a bracha Achrona because the benching covers it. So we're going to pick up on the third line of the Mechaber on 158. If at the beginning of your eating the fruit, you ate it with bread, and at the end of your eating of the fruit, you also ate it with bread, so you had the beginning and the ending with bread, even if in the middle you ate some of the fruit without bread, that fruit does not need a bracha. To summarize, the Mechaber told us if you eat a fruit during the Suda, it's not considered part of the Suda, you need to make a boy praise on the fruit. <coughs> However, the Mechaber then says if you eat bread with the beginning of the fruit and the end of the fruit, even though in the middle you had some of the fruit by itself, you do not need a bracha. Says the Mishabura Sivkat and Ches, the fifth line on 158, <laughs> The beginning of the eating of those fruit was with bread. And you also had in mind to eat the end of the fruit with bread as well. Even though you ate the fruit in the middle without bread, you do not need to make a bracha on this fruit. Since you ate the beginning and the end of the fruit with bread, you have turned your apple into a piece of potato kugel. The same way a piece of potato kugel is part of the suda, it doesn't need a bracha. It's considered part of the suda that's covered by the hamotzi. So if you ate your apple with bread in the beginning and bread at the end, even though you had some of the apple in the middle without any bread, you made your apple as part of the suda. It's like potato kugel does not require a bracha in the beginning. Continues the Mishabura and says, This is all true if the apple is being brought to eat as part of the Suda with the bread and not being brought as a dessert. But if the fruit is being brought as a dessert, if the fruit is brought as a dessert and it's clearly not part of the Suda, eating it in the beginning and the end with bread is not going to help you. That which you eat in the middle without bread will require bracha. Of course, whatever you have actually with bread will not require bracha, but having bread in the beginning and the end makes it part of the Suda. If it was really coming as part of the Suda, but it's a fruit which is not bad, and part of the Suda, so the bread makes it part of the Suda. But if you're bringing it as dessert, so eating the bread in the beginning and at the end does not help you in the middle. In the middle you're eating an apple for dessert and that requires a bracha, does not make it part of the suda. This idea that the says the beginning and the end with bread makes you not need a bracha on that which you eat in the middle is also not dealing with a case where your ikr kviya suda is on the fruit. 
if you're washing, you're having bread with your fruit, and you're just eating fruit, so then you would not require to eat bread with your fruit at the end. Once you eat the bread in the beginning with the fruit, it's part of your suda, and does not need a bracha. As long as you started eating the fruit that you were being koveya on with the bread together, you do not need to make a bracha on it. Even if you then go ahead and eat the fruit by itself without the bread, according to everyone, it does not require bracha. To summarize the Mishibur and Sivkot and Ches, that which the Mechaber says, bread in the beginning of the fruit and the end of the fruit makes it not require bracha, that's only if the fruit is coming to be part of the Suda. So then it actually becomes part of the Suda by having the bread in the beginning and at the end. If the fruit is coming as dessert, the bread doesn't help for the middle. The middle part that you're eating the fruit alone would require bracha. And also if you're eating just fruit for your Suda, then you don't require eating bread at the end, with the end of the fruit, as long as you started with the bread and the fruit together, you will kovea on the fruit, you will not require a bracha on that fruit. Sivkoton tes, ubasov ochal imohim. Again, the Mechaber said, in the regular case where it's coming, you need bread in the beginning of the fruit and bread at the end of the fruit. If you don't have in mind to eat any more of the fruit with bread besides the beginning, then you would have to make a bracha of Bari Priya in the beginning of the fruit, even though you're eating it with bread, since you do not plan on eating it afterwards with bread. Again, when the fruit is coming as part of the Suda and you have bread in the beginning and bread at the end of the fruit, it does not require bracha even on that which is in the middle. The Achronim write that it is befitting to be careful of In our case, how we establish the Bechaber when fruit is coming to be eaten together with bread, what you should do is, Even though the Shulchan Aral said you can eat bread with it in the beginning, bread with it at the end, and it doesn't require bracha, the Achorim say that's not the best Eitzah. The best Eitzah is to take a piece of the fruit by itself first, make a Bari Priha Eitz, eat a little bit of the fruit by itself, and then you can eat the rest of the fruit however you want, with bread, without bread. But the Achronim say you should not rely on that which the Mechaber says, to eat the beginning and end with bread, but rather you should take a piece of the fruit first by itself, make it by Priya Eitz, and then you can do whatever you want with the bread and the fruit together. The reason for this Psaq of the Achronim is there are Rishonim who hold, even if you follow the eights of the Mechaber, and you have the fruit with bread in the beginning and the bread at the end, if you eat the fruit in the middle without bread, according to some Rishonim, you need to make a bracha in the case that the Mechaber set up. However, if you do not make a bracha on the fruit first, you would be allowed to tap into the mechaber and eat the fruit in the middle without having bread. You just want to make sure that you had bread in the beginning and you will again have bread at the end. However, he reiterates what he said before, in Iker Kviyas Sudaso Hoysa Mitchil Alperos, in the different case where Iker Kviyas was on the fruit, Ozlo Kuyama. Then according to everyone, Afilim Ochel Achaka Belopas, Eintzar Levarach, even if you're going to have the end of the fruit without bread, you would not need a bracha on this fruit, it is your Iker Kviyas. Kemoshe Kosu Besif Gimel. 
Im Ocha Pashtida, last case, and then we'll summarize the Halach Lamaisa. If you ate Pashtida, which is a dough that's filled, Shemamula in Peros, in this case, the Pashtida is dough that is filled with fruit. Ein Sarach Lavarach Peros, you do not need to eat, make a bracha on the fruit in the middle. Dinit Palim Heimla Kemach, they are considered secondary to the flour, to the mizonos, or to the dish at large. To summarize the bottom line, the Mishabura comes out, unlike the Mechaber L'Chathchila, L'Chathchila, the best thing to do is if you have a fruit in the middle of the Suda, is to take a piece of the fruit by itself, make a boy priya eights. That, that according to everyone, if you eat a fruit during a Suda, it needs an eights. Now, whatever you want to do, you can eat it with bread, without bread, you're good to go. If you ate the beginning with a piece of bread, and you didn't make a bracha, that's fine, you can still eat it on its own, and make sure you eat the end of the fruit with bread again, that way you're mekayim, the mechaber, that certainly works with the evid, but it's not l'chadchila, because some Rishonim say, even if you eat bread with the beginning and ending of the fruit, if you eat it on its own in the middle, it requires a bracha. So to avoid the suffix, it is best to do what the Mishabura says, take a piece of the fruit by itself, and make a by preets, and then you're done. Of course, if you're eating it as the ikr kviyasuda, then as long as you're eating the beginning of the fruit with the bread, it doesn't matter what you do afterwards, it would not require a bracha. Says the Mechaber Vaitar Sebez. Udvarim haboyim la'achar suda kodem b'chasamazon. Totally new case. Till now we're talking about food that comes during the Iker Suda. Now we're discussing a halacha that we've touched upon before that it applies to the olden days as we'll see. Things that come after the Suda is done. Before benching, this was the custom in the days of the Chachmeagamara, that at the end of the Suda they would pull their hands away from having bread, and they would remove the bread, and they would set themselves up to eat fruit, and any other food that was brought before them they would then eat. Not as part of the Suda. So then the halacha is, whether it is items that normally come as part of the Suda, like meat or fish, or if it's things that are normally not considered part of the Suda, like fruit. All these cases, they require brachos before and after. That means you're right before benching, you want to eat a piece of meat, you make a shahakal, a burn of fashos, and then you bench on your suda, because this achila at the end is unconnected to your, to your suda. And the reason is, the Mechaber says in the last line of 158, The hamotzi and the benching only patters up that which you eat as the ikr suda. As we said many times, this halacha does not apply to us nowadays. Our minog is that we don't pull our hands away from the bread until benching. So anything you eat, even later on in the Suda, you finished everything else and you're taking a drink at the end, you're having a fruit at the end, you, whatever you're having at the end, it does, this din does not apply. A fruit, you always make a ha'etz, as we just learned, but you would not make a bracha achrona. Any other food that normally comes as part of a Suda, even if you're having it after your Suda, before benching, would not require a bracha before or after lefi, our custom that we do not remove ourselves from the bread until benching. Says the Mishaburah Sivkotin Yud Aleph, we said if you're eating at the very end of the Suda in the olden days, whether you're having Dvarim Haboyim Machmas Asuda, Kigon Basar Vidogim like meat or fish or something similar of a canal, or you'd be Shalom Machmas Asuda, or things that don't normally come as part of a Suda, Kimo Peros Umine Mesika Haboyim Rakli Kinuach, 
like fruit or some kind of sweets that come only as dessert, the canal, you would require to make a bracha on all these items both before and after, even though you are still before benching. Sivkotan yud gimul bein laachren, they also require bracha chrona. Viaf im ocha dvorim shebirchosan mein shalosh. Even if you are eating foods that require an almichya, lo nifteru bebirchas hamazon, they are not patted up by the birchas hamazon lachachila. The birchas hamazon eno poter mein shalosh. Birchas hamazon does not patter almichya. Kemoshakosav lakamam misimin reishches of yudzain ayin shum. Note 16 clarifies if it is before benching, then you should make sure that you make an alamichya and then you bench because the benching does not cover lachachila. However, Bibi if you already benched, then it covers also the alamichya. You would not have to go back and make an alamichya after the benching. So if you remember before benching, you would make an alamichya on those foods and then you would bench. But if you already benched, the benching would cover the mizonos that you had at the end of the suda as well. Sivkoton Yudalud. We said the hamotzi and the brachas only patters things that were eaten toch ikra suda. The achar shemoshu yedeh menapas. Once you move your hand away from the bread, shuv ainit palam elav. The other foods are not anymore considered secondary to the bread. Ve'lochein tzrichim bracha b'fnei atzmon. Therefore, each food requires its own bracha. Bein l'fnei and bein la'achareim. Both before the food and after the food. We're going to see now two important biralachos that brings a very practical to nowadays, and we'll see a couple of interesting notes as well. On this new page, on page pay, we'll see part of the first biralacha, Shein on a Regilim. We said this halacha doesn't apply to us. However, says the biralacha, Besudos Gedolos, in big sudos, Sheregilim Limshoch Yedem in past, where our minog is, we do pull our hands away from the bread. Velaruch Hashulchan Bimine Peros, and we set the table up with some kinds of fruit. The gamlishtos and to drink. So yesh omrim. There are those who say the af bismanenu shayatin zeh. Some say this din applies nowadays as well. Vitzarech levarech aleim, and you have to make a bracha on them. Vudasa turva levush. So the turva levush say even nowadays that big sudos. If you clear off the tables and now you bring out the fruit onto the table with the drinks, you would require a bracha rishona and achrona on the fruit and the drinks. Some say it's not true, only in the olden days. They didn't just remove the food, they actually removed the tables before benching. So it's mamish like a new suda, you're just in a bench yet, that's when it requires a bracha before the bracha afterwards. But us, we don't remove the tables. Even though you finished eating, and you no longer have a mind to eat bread. So long that you bench, you're still considered part of the Suda. So we see here in Machlokas and the Achronim, if this then applies nowadays, if you just clear off the tables, one sheet that says, if you just clear off the table and bring out other foods, fruit or drinks, you need brachos, rishonos and achronos on that food. Others say no, in the olden days, they actually remove the tables. So if you take a look at note number 19, he discusses a chasana where in the middle of the second dance their mom is clearing away the tables and then they're bringing out dessert. So maybe that's different. Maybe that satisfies even the more machmir shita and it would apply nowadays. So note 19 says, Mashenog b'chasana shebizmanenu That which we know like at weddings nowadays. Lehistalik minasuda To remove ourselves from the suda. V'lasok b'simchas chasana v'kala And to get involved in the dancing. So the Shevet Alevi Ravazna writes, 
Since we are removing the food and the vessels, the af okrim kamishel chonos are putting away some tables. You lost your hamotzi, says Rav Vosner, and you would require a new bracha rishona. You would need a new bracha. Lachora, what he's saying is, you need a bracha rishona and a bracha achrona even before you bench. The Idach, on the other hand, it's not so poshit. Both right. That's not called removing your hands. They're only clearing away the tables to make more room for dancing. Not because it's a din and the suda ending. Everyone still has in mind to eat dessert. Therefore it says, Rishon Lazalman, and says Rishonberg, in that case, you would not make a bracha on the food afterwards. Obviously, if it's a fruit that needs a bracha, always you make a bracha rishona, no bracha achrona. If it's something else, it's a drink, you would not make a bracha rishona or a bracha achrona. So here we have a very halachalamaisa machlokas. I don't think the minog is nowadays that we make a bracha rishona and achrona for the zerd of the when they start playing with the tables. The minog ha'ilam is like Roshom Zalman and like Roshimberg in that way. Let's see one more biralacha at the bottom of page pay. Sivkot, the Divramaska, Limshach Yadenu. Nowadays, we're not knowing to be Limshach Yadenu to pull our hands away. So we saw one possible case in the last Baralacha that nowadays maybe does apply by a Chasana. Now let's see another example. The Imnotal Hakos Levarich, a person picked up the coast to bench. That's already considered a full Hesachadas. You removed your mind from eating. You picked up the coast to bench. Even nowadays, there's no greater removing yourself from the Suda than picking up the coast of bench. If you eat something afterwards, it should follow the halacha we're saying over here, you should make a bracha before and bracha afterwards. That food that you have after you pick up the coast would not be considered part of the Suda, would not be covered by benching. Before eating that food, you for sure should make a bracha. Even things that would normally never need a bracha during the suda, even if you want to eat bread after you pick up the coast of benching, according to most posts, you have to make a new hamotzi on that bread. Because by picking up the coast, you're announcing the suda is over. Now you want to add bread, you have to make a new hamotzi on that bread. So not only a bracha rishona would be required, says the Biyalacha, Elo de gamle basof bracha oz. But even a bracha achrona would be required before benching. V'chein kosav ha-graz b'pshita, so to the graz writes in the Dabar Pashat. V'chein mashu miyamagin avrom, simen reishches, ekodnuch avdal. Fine, so many achronim say that you should actually follow this idea. Achein, however, Mordechai argues on this. Ayn Shom. Says the Chavaz Chaim, what's the Lomaisa? You pick up the coast. It's a Mahogas. My Mordechai says not to. Others, the Magad Avram, the grass say you should. So, when it comes to regular foods that come during a Suda, you have a piece of meat, a piece of potato, a drink. 
For sure, the Yesh Lismoch Al Daito Shalovarach, then you for sure rely on the Maimon Murachai and you do not make a new bracha. The Belav Hochi Yesh Rishonim the Savri, because anyway, there are some Rishonim that hold that Gemara Lo Koya Advarim Aboy Machbas Hasuda. This whole sugya is not discussing things that come as part of the Suda, it's only discussing things that are not normally part of the Suda. So the Chavetz Chaim comes out over here and says, if you're eating a piece of kugel, after you picked up the coats for benching, he's saying, Allah Maisa, you would not make a bracha on that food. Because it's Dvarna Bamach Masasuda, you should rely on the Maimon Mordechai, you should not make a bracha. But if you look at note 22, he points out, V'achazunish Kosav, She'eno meivin svaras ha-Maimon Mordechai v'ha-Bi'alocha b'zeh. The Chazanish says, I don't understand what the Maimon Mordechai and the Bi'alocha are talking about over here. Sharei kol she'esio daito menapas. Once a person takes his mind off the bread, which he did by picking up the coast of Bechaz HaMazon, Shuv eno chozer lo suda rishona. You can no longer go back to your first suda. Your suda is done. V'imkein sarech hayo levarech l'fnei malacharem. Says the Chazanish, the Chazanish, the Chazanish is like the grass in the Magen Avram. Once you pick up the coast of Bechaz HaMazon, your suda is done. So the Chazanish, any food you eat, even if it comes machmas asuda, would require bracha rishona and a bracha achrona even before benching, like the halacha that they had in the olden days. We will stop here at Ketir Mitzchem tomorrow with Siv Gimel. You have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shiurim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any dafin shas, including myrmakaymas on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427. Or email info at shasilluminated.org.